0: to The Pineapple Couch. It is episode 20. My name is B-Rob, and today I am joined again by a resident NBA insider, John. John, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. You know, um, we're just going to keep cranking out the quarantine time podcasts, and today we have another uh, fun conversation. We're going to be talking about NBA trades that would make the league more fun, and after that we're going to talk about the top five-ish point guards in the NBA. And how that's kind of a weird conversation. So, it should be a great episode. Thank you for listening. Again, this is the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify. And let's get right into it. So, I have a list of trades, John, that I think would make the NBA more fun. And by that, I mean that it it would make for good competition, some great series, some great duels, and make good teams better, and maybe make... Some bad teams, a little worse, but um, the goal of these trades is, as a fan, what we want to see. And one thing I want to make clear is there's certain players that I think are kind of off-limits. We're doing somewhat realistically here of who we're choosing. So we can't say, like, oh, if I'm the Nuggets, I trade for LeBron. LeBron's not going anywhere. Anthony Davis isn't going anywhere. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, those guys... They're staying put, but what we're gonna do is maybe some more realistic ones. I'm gonna present t- some to John. He's gonna present some back to me, and then yeah, we'll see where that takes us. So the first one I have for you is the Bucks trade Chris Middleton and a first round pick for Bradley Beal. Who says no? And is that? Do you think that it could be close? Um. If anyone would say no, I
1: think the Wizards would say no. The Bucks, absolute yes. But mm-hmm. I think the pick I would make sure that it's after Giannis's free agency, so that it has the upside of oh, maybe Giannis leaves, wouldn't you think?
0: Mm-hmm. So maybe they spice it up with like throwing in a guy like DeVincenzo,
1: like make it like a 2024 1st round pick or something like that. Because then you think if it's a first round pick with uh, well they're yeah, they're gonna be it'll like be the like thirtieth so, pick, yeah.
0: yeah. So um, I think though that that takes the Bucks to the next level. Yeah, Bradley Beal. That, Bradley Beal's that, raw. That makes them a a juggernaut. Like because he
1: can close games for you at the yeah, end. You yeah, he scores thirty, to 30 to points don't a to game. Do that.
0: He's amazing. Couldn't agree Can't more. Can't believe
1: he didn't make the All Star game. Isn't that ridiculous? I like Trey Young started. Bradley
0: Beal is a top thirty player. That's absurd. He's you could make the argument he's top twenty. I think he's, he is. I think he is. Maybe top fifteen. We'll do, save that for another podcast. More though. Bradley Beal trades to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good to hear. Um, I'll give you another one, right now. Um, this is a little unlikely, but it's centered around the relationship between Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, and Devin Booker. I like it. The T Wolves trade Culver, Jarek Culver, their first round pick this year. Their first round pick this upcoming draft, so not the one that's in a year from now that they got from the Timberwolves, right? the Suns of the Timberwolves pick. No, the t- Timberwolves don't have their pick oh, 2 yeah. years from now cuz the Warriors yeah. have it. So it'd be this first round pick combined with Culver and beat Malik Beasley for Devin Booker. I think the Suns probably say no, but if they like Culver and then that first round pick could potentially be top 5 if the T-Wolves don't work out. What do you what are your thoughts on that?
1: I think if you're the T Wolves, you have to do it in a desperate, way I to, try think to that save would, their towns. defense would be so bad. Like those are like three of the worst defenders in the league. Would be exciting though offensively. They'd score like would be like 150 to 140. Yeah, it'd be fun to watch. It would be. Um, do you have a trade you want to throw out there? Okay. Um, I have one with both those, both those guys, Beal and Booker. Do you want me to do one of those or a new one?
0: Um, do a new one.
1: Okay, I have. The Nuggets send Gary Harris, Michael Porter Jr., and a 2021 first-rounder for Drew Holiday.
0: Ooh, I like that. Um, So, that would make the Nuggets' starting lineup. You would go Jamal Murray, Drew Holiday, maybe Um, Will Barton as your three, or maybe someone off the bench. Millsap at four. Millsap, Jokic. That would be... um, That would be huge because Denver is not a bad defensive team, but they're certainly not elite. And Drew Holiday is, I would say, an elite defender, especially when you're in the Western Conference going up against guards like Stephen Curry and Damian Lillard. He's one of the best guys you can have for that job, and a guy like Luka Doncic he'd be helpful on. And Harden. Harden, Westbrook. All right, I have one for you. The Portland Trailblazers. This is a big-time, big-time dread. This is like a strap-in, seatbelts on everyone. The Portland Trailblazers trade C.J. McCollum, Nasir Little, a first-round pick, and Whiteside or Nurkic, one of those two, to Philadelphia for Joel Embiid, Josh Richardson, and Al Horford. So what that does is it gives the 76ers a Ben Simmons-led team. You have C.J. McCollum to contribute, and then you also are getting a center replacement either in Whiteside or Nurkic, and then if you're the Blazers you're pairing Damian Lillard with Joel Embiid and you're getting a good defensive two guard in Josh Richardson and you have to eat that Horford contract to get Joel Embiid that's a big one you think the Sixers I don't think
1: the Sixers would do that I
0: don't think the Sixers would move on from Embiid but I do have some Simmons ones we can get to I have Embiid and Simmons one Um, but I think that I think it would be Better almost for both teams in a way. I think Embiid and Simmons do need to be separated to maximize the talent. Um, but that's a story for another podcast. I have another one for you. Back to the Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks trade Eric Bledsoe and Dante DiVincenzo for Zach Levine. And you might be saying, like, oh, that's not enough value for Zach Levine. People don't like Zach Levine's contract, it's massive. And so. Maybe the Bulls want to tank even more than they have been. I I kind of like that. I, I like Zach Levine paired with Giannis. He's a guy who can finish games really well, and I don't think the the trade price for him would be that high, do you? I don't think you need to give up a first-round pick for Zach Levine with his contract. I think you might be able to kind of just give them the end of Eric Bledsoe's contract, DiVincenzo is a young guy, and then you're kind of avoiding that cap hit. Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah. It's clear that... Both of us think that um, the Bucks need to get a closer with both these trades. Yeah. If it's Levine or Beal or whoever.
0: Those are the two best closers I really could think of that were on the market for that type of position for the Bucks. I mean, I had thought about Chris Paul yeah, trades potentially. But Do you have one of those? No, I didn't have one, but I was going to say that. That would be interesting. Um, again, Chris Paul has such a big contract, and I don't think the Bucks would never necessarily have to give up a lot to get him. Maybe it like just nothing, would basically. be Bledsoe for Paul. Yep, do that. I would do that in a second because um, Chris Paul's looked really good this year. You got another one before you go. Um, okay, here's a wild trade. So Rudy Gobert just <laughs> ignited the coronavirus scare in the NBA and pissed off a lot of teammates. And besides that though, I just don't think Rudy Gobert is very good and I think it's a joke that he won Defensive Player of the Year when in big playoff games they literally isolate onto him and expose him. It's like Steph Curry winning Defensive Player of the Year. It's a joke. And I get that Rudy Gobert is a better defensive player than Steph Curry, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, So the Jazz trade, Rudy Gobert, Royce O'Neal, Joe Ingles, and two first-round picks for Carl Anthony Towns. To pair Donovan Mitchell and Carl Anthony Towns. This is assuming that the T-Wolves thing flames out pretty quickly next year. With the D and Towns and they get off to another terrible start. Towns is moody again. I
1: think that's gonna happen. I think that's realistic. Oh, I think tools are gonna suck
0: next year. I do too. I think they're gonna be terrible. And I think combining Mitchell and Towns would be great. It would make the jazz not so boring. I hate yeah. watching the jazz. And it's all it's all because of Rudy Gobert. Um give me a trade. Give me a trade. Okay. I'm gonna going back
1: to um it's kind of a reverse of the Blazers. Sixers trade that you said earlier, I just have straight up Damian Lillard for Joel Embiid. Who says no?
0: The Blazers, I think, say no. You think so? I mean, personally, I'd rather have Damian Lillard than Joel Embiid. Like, where are the Blazers going? Nowhere. So that's the thing of, are they going to, like, stick it out with Lillard? He seems to want to be that franchise guy. So basically what you're doing is the 76ers would have... The problem with that is that even though Damian Lillard's a great catch and shoot shooter, he's a primarily has the ball. And that kind of leads to another thing with Simmons just kind of standing yeah, there.
1: Yeah, but I think if you had Lillard and Simmons, you could use Simmons in oh, that as pick the, and roll kind of guy. At the five. Yeah. You could. In the short ben corner. Simmons at
0: the five would be so deadly. So that lineup would be Damian Lillard, Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, Ben Simmons. That's really good. That's raw. Um, and then in Portland. I mean, I don't know. Like, it doesn't make that much sense
1: for them, but don't you think they just need to do something? Like, yeah, they're not think, doing anything. Yeah, I think they need to move on from McCollum. I don't think McCollum has enough trade value to get a Simmons
0: or Embiid kind of player, though. Don't yeah. You think? What do you think of... Um, here's two guys that I think one has a little... has more. Chris Middleton has more value than um, CJ McCollum. Yep. What about a swap there? How much? I'd rather have Middleton. So, the Bucks like but is McCollum maybe a better I think he's a better probably end of the game scorer than Middleton Yeah, Middleton's the better player defensively and probably more consistent I don't know that that wasn't one of mine I was just thinking about that Uh, I'll give you another one Um, the Memphis Grizzlies okay the Memphis Grizzlies are going to trade Justice Winslow and Brandon Clark ooh Brandon Clark for Jalen Brown who says no I know I would say no if I was the Celtics because I love that Tatum-Brown pairing, but the Celtics need a future big man. Brandon Clark would be great. And then you slide Justice Winslow into that spot next to Tatum. And then if you're the Grizzlies, you're pairing that your young core is John ja Morant, Jalen Brown, Jaron Jackson Jr. That's pretty fire.
1: That is. I just – I don't think – it would take such an insane offer for me for the
0: Celtics to split up Tatum and Brown. Mm-hmm. That's a – so what? what – could Memphis throw anything else in? Maybe like a... Actually, no. Like
1: I would want like an absurd amount of picks. Kind not absurd, but like like. Don't two you think there's value
0: sh- in Winslow and Brandon Clark? Though those aren't too. Sh- Brandon models. Clark for sure. I Brandon think Brandon Winslow really still good. has value. What did the
1: he get? What was the Winslow trade for the Heat? Did he get anything for him? He hasn't played since. The Heat got Andre Iguodala. I do like that contract. Fifteen million dollars for Iggy. It's kind of washed.
0: Two years is crazy. That was the thing that I didn't understand. I'd extend him. I don't understand that. Um, he retires when you get past this season in 2K for <laughs> what it's worth. Um, <laughs> hit me with another one.
1: Okay. I So you've seen, obviously, that the, um, the Nets saying that they want to pair a third star with KD and Kyrie.
0: Oh, I have not seen that. Oh, okay. So I have. When did this come out, right? When they fired Kenny Actions then? I mean. I've just I thought seen DeAndre Jordan was the third star. Yeah, this also
1: it frees up playing time for DeAndre Jordan, their Ooh, guy.
0: I know who's going to be involved then. Let's so hear. So it.
1: it's Karis Levert, Jarrett Allen, and a 2021 first rounder for Bradley Beal.
0: That's really nice.
1: Because Karis Levert's the kind of a guy that's like, oh, we're getting Karis Levert back. Like that's he's. Jarrett Allen's a fan. nice
0: center. Yeah. Movie throwing Dimwitty. You think you need all three? If you're the, yeah, I think right now Bradley Beal's at his like peak of value. He's averaging thirty points a game. I'm not saying he's gonna get worse, but I would look what the Thunder or the Clippers gave up for two years of Paul George. Like yeah. teams, when they see that window, they're gonna do anything. And you know what? A team who has a short window, I, I would too. Ah, it is really? tough to say goodbye to those two young guys because what happens is then you have that older roster, roster, and not much um versatility. So, I do like the concept of that trade a lot, though.
1: I don't know, actually. Thinking about it, do you really need another scorer if you're Kyrie and KD? I think that they think they do, and they uh, want to get a third star, but... I
0: think they do because I don't trust Kyrie's health. Okay. Um, or KD, so, that would be it. like a safety net to get a third star like a Bradley Beal, because, I mean, Bradley Beal would significantly reduce Kyrie Irving's role in a way. He would be He's better than Kyrie Irving. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's um I have one for you. The Philadelphia 76ers trade Ben Simmons for Devin Booker and Ricky Rubio or Mikhail Bridges. I
1: have that. I don't have Ricky Rubio, but I have a trade around
0: Simmons and Booker. I think I really like this one because if you're the Suns, you're not going anywhere with Devin Booker as the best player on your team. It is the most obvious empty stat guy next to Zach Levine. Even though that is not saying that Booker is not good, I just don't think his play style, like him getting 28 a night, it's not contributing to more winning. Um, and I think Simmons there, so Simmons, you go make your dream team around Simmons in Phoenix of what we always talk about, surrounding him with shooters, letting him letting him be like a Giannis-type role. So that's what you do if you're the Suns. And then if you're the Philadelphia 76ers, Devin Booker and Joel Embiid. This makes is a win-win. Win. Yeah, yeah. I, I legitimately think they should do this trade. Should, should call some people. Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> call it in to Adam. So like, hey Adam, um, I know these guys didn't make this trade yet, but this is what we think. Um, Start nudging them a little. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let me give you another one. All right. The Warriors trade. Andrew Wiggins, their upcoming first-round pick in this year's draft, and the T-Wolves pick that they have in the following draft for Joel Embiid. Um, I don't know. I don't think the Sixers do that. They re, maybe they give up on Embiid, and they say let's – Um, I don't think they do either. I just think it's fun. It is super I, fun. That fun, that trade would have been way more fun if Wiggins if the Warriors didn't just make a trade with the Timberwolves. And they like cuz I don't I just thought that there was an opportunity if the Warriors, when they traded um D'Angelo Russell I thought there was an opportunity for them to like package what they got with the picks to get a guy like Towns, but it doesn't make any sense for them cuz they just did a trade with them. That's basically what I'm saying. I don't know why that took me so long. Um sorry, I gotta adjust the volume really quick. Um all uh, right, we're good. Um hit me with one. Um I don't have any more, but I'll, I'll think of one. No, no, I got I got a bunch more. Okay. Um the Utah Jazz create Rudy Gobert for Chris Paul and Steven Adams. Thunder get off the Chris Paul contract. You have about two more years with Rudy Gobert in that defensive team that they have of Shea Gilgis Alexander, they're young. Uh that's interesting. That's not the kind of trade I would like
1: think that the Thunder would do for
0: Yeah. But maybe it's just to move on from Chris Paul. I
1: don't know. But he's played well this year. I don't know how do teams value Rudy Gobert? It's just really it, I don't yeah, know. Do that, they like I think I he's no really idea. valuable but like I don't think he is. I don't want him. But I know exactly
0: what you're saying. Um, Here's another one. You mentioned Drew Holiday earlier. The Pelicans trade Drew Holiday for Landry Shamit and Zubak. So what you do is you get a um, Drew Holiday, maybe more aligned with the Clippers timeline. You get a young guard to pair. That's a really good shooter with Lonzo. And then you get Zubak, who can eat a lot of the center minutes for Zion um, because you don't want Zion to always have to play center and take that beating. What do you think? I think you have
1: to pair it with a few first-round picks, though. The Pelicans? Yeah. No, like, the Pelicans get first round picks from the Clippers. Okay. Um, Actually, I mean, the Clippers don't have any, though. Shit. Yeah, so um, maybe it's I uh... I don't know. Like, I don't... I think Landry Schammett's good, but he's gotten to the point where he, people keep saying he's underrated, he's underrated, that he's kind of getting overrated. Mm. Like, don't you think a Landry Shammit and Zubats for Drew Holiday is a little crazy?
0: Yeah, that is a little crazy. But... I was just thinking more of the timeline and... I yeah. like Shamit's game. Do but... you
1: kind of agree with me though that like people keep saying and repeating that Shamit's oh, yeah. underrated, underrated, underrated? It's like, well, is he though? Yeah, everyone not when says you say he's say it underrated.
0: Much. No, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, let me find. Okay, let's see what you think of this one. The Raptors trade OG and Norman Powell, Fred Van Fleet, and potentially a pick for Bradley Beal. And you pair Kyle Lowry, Bradley Beal, and Pascal Siakam, and the, fra- the Raptors are like the best run organization in the league, right there with the Warriors. That's so tough. That you could, The Raptors have a lot of young assets they could move. It was
1: Ananobi, Van Vliet, and
0: who? And Norman Powell, who's been great this year. You Those are three great players. Yeah. And you get Bradley Beal. And then the Raptors r- go for it with Kyle Lowry, Bradley Beal, Pascal. I like that one, don't That's you? That's really good. Um, Let me see how many more I have. I think I just have one more. Yeah. All right. The last one before we talk about... A little um, top five point guards is two point guards. The Heat trade Goran Dragic for Chris Paul. What's Dragic's contract? I think he has about two years left at about half or a third of the rate of Chris Paul.
1: <clears throat> Are the is Chris Paul at the point still like I know he was at the beginning of the season? Do they just want to dump Chris Paul?
0: I don't know. I I don't know. That's just kind of what I've heard all year, so that's why I bring it up. But I I don't know. They might be looking to keep him, but. Chris Paul's still so good. <clears throat> yeah. I just don't know if the Thunder really think he's realistically on yeah. the timeline that he's they're. He's not. At. Like, they he's have a not. weird team. It's yeah. A- so they might need to make some decisions this offseason. Um, all right. Let's get into um, top five point guards. Um, this is an interesting conversation because we got to kind of set up some stuff. So, like, is LeBron still leading the league in assists? Yeah. We're not. In- like, LeBron is. Obviously, LeBron would be number one of like any type of list you do. He, LeBron's not a traditional, true point guard. That doesn't mean he is not a great passer and sees the floor great. I'm just he's not going to be on this list, and we're also not going to have Luca on this list, even though he does run a lot of point guard. But he he plays like three sometimes. Like it's not as traditional, but we will be including like a guy like Ben Simmons, who truly is, in my opinion, I think just a point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the top two spots for this are pretty easy. I think the number one point guard in the NBA, I mean, even, shit, for the last like five years, it's been Steph Curry. Yeah. And then number two, I think you have Damian Lillard. Those two, I will not negotiate. Those are the top two point guards in the NBA. Yeah. And I really will not accept anyone besides those two, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, though, when you get to the three, four, five is where it gets really interesting. So you have two different types of groups to choose from, and maybe... Yeah, let me. So you have a guy, you have the veterans, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, Kyle Lowry, and I have one. Oh, did I say Russell Westbrook? Yeah. Oh, Kevin Walker. Okay. So you have those guys that you're considering, and then but you also at the same time you have these young guns, like John Morant, Fox. Ben Simmons, De'Aaron Fox. So for you, and this is just right now. Who's the best right now? Yes. Okay. Who is the third best point guard, in your opinion, in the NBA? Chris Paul. I have that, too. I think Chris Paul is still at number three. And I think there's a bit, There's not a giant drop-off from Dame Lillard to Chris Paul, but there is a drop-off. I think there's a bigger drop-off next, like after Chris Paul. Like you think the so? The biggest drop-off.
1: I think yeah. Lillard and Paul is pretty significant. You think like Chris Paul is a ton better than guys like Lowry, Westbrook, Morant, Fox, that group?
0: I think they're not... A ton, but I think there's a, b- a pretty there's a gap. Okay. Um because of the experience really when you look at it. A Kyle Lowry is I guess I Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul. I should put Kyle Lowry at four, shouldn't I?
1: I have Kyle Lowry at four.
0: Yeah. So I guess after Kyle Lowry, I think there's a drop off. Yeah, Then it's like just it. personal. Yeah. Preference. So we have Curry Lillard, Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry. At five <clears throat> for me, I'm gonna put John Morant. I like it. I um I understand the arguments for Kyrie, Russell Westbrook. Kyrie's hurt and he's a douchebag. Russell Westbrook's a douchebag. <laughs> um I like Kemba Good Walker. Reason. I don't think he's top five, but I like him. I like think Kemba's a little overrated too. I do too. Um like I I would rather have De'Aaron Fox than Kemba Walker. And yeah. that might seem dumb like right now, but I'd rather have De'Aaron Fox. And then Ben Simmons is probably I I don't know, he's right there. But we have Curry, Lillard, Paul. Lowry and then I have Morant what do you got at five I had Westbrook Westbrook at five um I can't really
1: argue I mean obviously I mean, he, he just has like, the stats he's he's a very flawed player but he just plays so hard and like yeah. he was playing better towards uh yeah well, as he was it. playing year, like at, a five yeah. basically
0: he was playing center that's not gonna
1: uh, what do you think of it? like do I you mean, think
0: Westbrook should not be there I, it's kind of like it feels like a little disrespectful. I do think it's disrespectful, and I was meaning to be disrespectful to Russell Westbrook <laughs> um, because he's the dumbass who laughed at Steph Curry's defense, even <laughs> though Steph Curry cooks him, torches him when they play. And then Russell Westbrook, when you look at the numbers of him against Steph Curry, does not play very well. Um, just saying. But I think that five spot could be a variety of people. I agree. I totally understand Westbrook. He's got the stats. I just think uh, maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment, and I like John ja Morant.
1: No, uh, no name drop for Trey Young. I like it, dude. Trey Young's not even a top ten NBA point guard. Top ten? You don't think so? I think he's around like ten.
0: I, I, let me. I'll name ten point guards I'd rather have than Trey Young right now. Okay. Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, John ja Morant, De'Aaron Fox, Kemba Walker, Ben Simmons, Lillard, Damian. L- I said Damian Lillard. Oh, you did? Um, yeah. Um. So I need three more. <sighs> Who's better, D'Angelo Russell or Trey Young? Trey Young. Okay. DeAngelo is like almost just as bad at defense. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm totally spacing on some point guards right now. Is D- is Goran Dragic better than Trey Young? No. You really? I mean, if John Wall comes back healthy, he's better than Trey Young.
1: That's one. Does thing. John Wall have a knee? Does John Wall have a leg? Everyone
0: like, everyone forgets like John Wall used to be really fucking good. Yeah. Like, the disrespect he gets, and it's basically... when he jumped
1: up on the table in Game Six.
0: That yeah, was that was sick. sick. Um, so maybe Trey Young isn't the top ten point guards now that I think about it. Damn. I don't I've know. Seen. Like, wouldn't I rather have Lonzo than Trey Young? No. <laughs> Trey Young is a joke. It's like literally sending me out there to guard people like a frail little. Is he six feet tall?
1: Says he is, but they said Allen Iverson was like 6'1", one. he was like 5'9", 5'10". No, I'm 6'4",
0: then. 6'8", uh, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, Johnny, our resident NBA insider, thank you so much for joining us. Another edition of the Quarantine Pineapple Couch. And yeah, we're just going to be doing these sort of lists and fun types of things until we get our sports back, which looks like it'll be a while, but don't worry. There's always a spot on the pineapple couch for you to come and hang out. Thank you.